Hello, and welcome to Talking GTA Episode 24. I'm your host, Hugo One, and this is a podcast about all things Grand Theft Auto related. Uh, as always, this is a community-driven podcast, so if you would like to participate and add your voice to the discussion, please email TalkingGTA69 at gmail.com, uh, and you can talk about whatever you'd like, or you can call and leave a voicemail. Uh, the number is 1-818-691-5807, or you can also leave a comment on the YouTube video, whatever you want to do, and we can have a discussion about all these different Grand Theft Auto things. Um, so it's been a while since the last episode, uh, not a, a whole lot happening in the world of Grand Theft Auto, but a few things that I wanted to touch on real quick before we get to the comments on the last, uh, episode. All right. So first thing is not even Grand Theft Auto. Uh, I mean, it's kind of Grand Theft Auto related, but it's Red Dead Redemption. Um, Rockstar Games has announced that on August 17th, the beloved Western experience Red Dead Redemption and its horror companion Undead Nightmare arrived together for the first time on the Nintendo Switch and modern PlayStation systems. So for people that, uh, you know, play on the Switch and are, you know, casual gamers and remember Red Dead Redemption from the PS3 or people that play on a PS4 or PS5 or something and have been missing this and want to play it, this is great news for them because now they have the opportunity to play it on whichever console they choose uh, that they didn't have access to the game on previously. However, uh, for a lot of us, uh, myself included, uh, that kind of got our hopes up based on different clues uh, that were coming out, kind of like uh, the game being re-rated by uh, a gaming uh, you know, rating board or whatever, and uh, new updates to websites and stuff. Something was brewing behind the scenes about Red Dead Redemption, so... A lot of us assumed wrong, wrongfully assumed that it was going to be a either a remake uh, using you know the Red Dead Two uh, uh, base as it's uh, 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 how they remade it, or just a remaster, um, and at and at least be released on PC. None of that happened because uh, you know if you don't know Red Dead Redemption, the original Red Dead Redemption is not on PC at all. It never released on it, so uh, you'd have to only play it on console, so on and so forth. And so uh, a lot of people got their hopes up about a remaster or remake, and that didn't happen. So uh, that was disappointing for those of us, like I said, that were hoping for something else. Um, but otherwise, the you know Rockstar didn't come out and say, "Hey, get ready for a big Red Dead Redemption announcement in you know two months or something." And then we speculated. We speculated on behind the scenes stuff and, and, and all that jazz. So uh, they didn't. They didn't like under deliver uh, because they they just announced what they were doing, and this is just what they're doing. So um, uh, one of the things that came out of this that was interesting was a quote from the uh, Take Two CEO. Uh, a while back, uh, who said, remastering has always been a part of the strategy. We've done differently than the competition. We don't just port titles over. We actually take the time to do the very best job we can, making the title different for the new release, for the new technology that we're launching it on. So we improve the technology, we upgrade the visuals, and we make performance enhancements. And that's why I think our remastered titles typically do so well. So people keep bringing this quote up because... All this is is just a port to the Switch and to the uh, newer PlayStation consoles, which is fine, but it kind of goes against 
that quote and what we thought we would, you know, or what people hoped they would get. So that's kind of uh, where the Red Dead Redemption thing stands. So for those that can benefit by getting this on the console of their choice, great. Uh, for the rest of us, I guess we will not get it on PC ever. So there's that. Uh, something else that I wanted to talk about uh, on this episode was recently uh, Dan Allen, Dan Allen Gaming, uh, did a interview with Ned Luke, who is the voice of Michael in Grand Theft Auto V, and the topic of Trevor, uh, the topic of Stephen Ogg, who played Trevor. Um, uh, kind of uh, having a problem with being known as Trevor came up. Uh, and that is related to, if you haven't seen it, a cameo that I bought from Stephen Ogg, uh, I guess over a year ago or something, uh, where I said, hey, can Trevor do this or that in the cameo where I, I pay him $140, he records a video for me. But he decided to uh, get butt hurt over the fact that he's not Trevor, he's an actor, he's a very important actor, and blah, 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 and all these things, and yada, yada, yada. So you probably know the story. But anyway, here is Ned Luke's take on that whole situation. I did, I did see yeah. something with him uh recently where you know people thought he was sort of resenting i think he was a bit frustrated did you see that i, I i'm i'm wondering do yeah, you yeah i mean you know whatever he doesn't he doesn't like being called trevor you yeah know? Do you, i mean do you, do you relate to him at all or do you see where he's coming from or well i mean i can understand where he's coming from because i know him mm. Mm. you know he 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 you know i mean he doesn't he wants to be recognized for his other work yeah you know yeah not for not for Grand Theft Auto Five, you know he he's to he's not a gamer, you know. So I think in his mind it's like oh, it's just cartoon, you know. It's not I'm, not I'm not doing that. And he even says it's cartoon, but but uh, his work in it is fantastic, you know. I mean. Mm. Okay, so uh, that's Ned Luke, uh, the voice actor for Michael, and his opinion on the whole thing with uh, Stephen Ogg. And I think that's just a, a, a perfect take, a perfect a perfect explanation of uh, how Stephen Ogg feels. Basically, he doesn't want to be known for this one thing. He's an actor, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, Ned Luke uh, is, is quick to say that, you know, that's his business. That's how he feels, whatever. Uh, but you know, he did a great job on the game and, and, uh, you know, Ned Luke says he's proud of it and he's proud as be uh, being known as Michael. So just different, uh, feelings for, uh, different actors that worked on this game. But I really appreciate that, uh, uh, you know, his opinion and the, and the way he said it and, and described it and everything. Cause I thought it was perfect. So I just wanted to, uh, let you hear that real quick. Uh, you can check out the full interview, uh, from Dan Allen gaming. I'll link it in the description. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is um, a real life burger shot that was shut down by Take Two recently. So uh, last year around Comic Con, there was a real life Cluck and Bell, um, uh, which was put together by this guy, Michael from Boy Worldwide, who was nice enough to send me a bunch of stuff from uh, the original uh, real life Cluck and Bell he put together, which was like bottles of Sprunk and um, uh, some, uh, shoes, some big smoke shoes and, uh, a bunch of other, uh, cluck and bell related items. You can see that on my Instagram, Instagram, Hugo is the one. If you want to check that out, scroll down a little bit and you'll find it. But anyway, so last year he did, uh, the real life cluck and bell again, and, uh, there were videos of it online and they went viral and everybody saw it and thought it was pretty cool. 
So this year, uh, same idea, but it's going to be a burger shot. So he, he sets up the burger shot. Um, and uh, then right before it's time to open to the public and go live and all that stuff, uh, he gets a letter from Take Two. So here, here's what his uh, Instagram post said. Last night, we received a cease and desist letter from Take Two's attorneys. After a lot of talking between myself, Smoke and Jays, and everyone's lawyers, we have agreed that it is best if we do not move forward with the burger shot this weekend. This art performance was scheduled for today through Sunday. However, I regret to inform you that the installation has already been taken down. So uh, basically, they ended up not doing it because of the cease and desist order. And also, uh, after that, Take Two also issued a bunch of takedowns for his Instagram account. Anything with the Grand Theft Auto stuff that he was using, they they had him take it down or whatever. So uh, uh, a couple things I want to mention about this. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, Rockstar did this. Rockstar didn't do it. Take Two did it." Uh, the uh, you know Take Two is the one who usually does issue these cease and desist uh, orders for these types of things. So. Uh, let's blame them, not Rockstar. And the, but second, uh, it's totally within their right to do this because this is their IP and this is their stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, they did what they they legally can do. But I think my issue with it is this was somebody who was celebrating the, you know, Burger Shot and GTA and things like that. And, um, you know, again, they can take it down if they want, but it's not taking any money out of their pocket. Uh, they don't do these types of things. Nobody puts on real life burger shots or you can barely buy any GTA merch as it is. So when fans come and do this stuff, it would be great if they could somehow, uh, you know, uh, be uh, boosted and lifted up from Rockstar and take two instead of taken down by take two. So, uh, that's the unfortunate part about it. It's a cool thing for GTA fans. Uh, and it, it would really be great if they could work with people who do this type of stuff instead of, uh, you know, uh, trying to bury them or whatever with their lawyers. But that brings me to my last uh, bit of news of this week. Um, and that is the CFX.RE team, uh, which I'm not familiar with, but this is the team behind 5M, the uh, popular role play uh, service from uh, that you see on Twitch or wherever, which I guess there's a lot of different role play servers and stuff. But 5M, I've been hearing about forever. I don't play any of these, so I have no idea how this how it really works or any of that stuff. But they put out an announcement that says. Today, we are extremely excited to announce that CFX.RE, the team behind the 5M and Red M projects, is now officially a part of Rockstar Games. This is a huge step forward in the growth of our community and an opportunity for us to work with Rockstar Games to advance the 5M platform and the creative community surrounding it. While our day-to-day -day operations won't have any noticeable changes, with Rockstar support, we are going to continue to improve our platform, and we are truly excited for what this means for our users, community, and creators. And for those curious about what else Rockstar is working on, please understand that our partnership with Rockstar Games is focused on our 5M and Red M platform, so please do not ask us about the next GTA. Thank you all for your support. We can't wait to see what the future brings. So uh, the five, uh, this 5M uh, and Red M, I guess is the Red Dead Redemption version, are officially a part of Rockstar Games, which I, my personal opinion on this is that it's awesome. This is great. This is exactly what I was talking about the last thing 
where, you know, Rockstar reached out to something that was popular, that was driven by fans and and are now working with them uh, to do something in the future. We don't know exactly what it's going to be, but if it means like these role play servers are an official part of GTA six or whatever, and if the next GTA online, um, and then even people on console can join in and it doesn't have the learning curve of modding the game that some people even on PC would struggle with. Uh, this sounds like good news to me. This sounds like a great thing. I'm happy to hear it. On the other hand, uh, people have expressed uh, concern with the fact that, oh, this could lead to microtransactions within, you know, 5M or whatever. And, uh, you know, they're so bothered by that. God forbid anybody makes money or there's there's any kind of uh, exchange of money for these services or whatever. Um, but again, I'm not bothered by that. If they, if they just put this online and, and sold shark cards to buy whatever's in the game, uh, so, so be it. I, that's kind of my, my opinion on GTA online. I've never cared about the fact that shark cards are for sale because I've never bought them and you earn money in game by doing things. You play the game and you make money. And I know people's response to that is, oh, it's too much of a grind. Uh, things are too expensive. Yada, yada, yada. But nobody's forcing you to buy any of these things. So I think, uh, you know, I'm fine with the way it's set up now. In the future, it may be, it may change and that could be bad. So I understand just our concern with the unknown. But uh, as far as this goes, as of right now, it seems to be good news. So hopefully good things come out of it. Uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see and see what actually happens. But cool stuff there. Uh, that is basically it for kind of the news items this week. Let me get to the comments from the last video. You took 15 years from me, Sonny. Okay, so here are some of the comments from the YouTube video. Uh, Santiago says, I remember I brought my copy of Vice City to a show and tell in the third grade. I had no idea what the storyline was about at the time. I just thought of it as a car driving game with guns. LOL. Love the podcast, man. Thank you, friend. Appreciate it. That's an interesting story. I wonder if the teacher knew what it was, uh, and maybe not, maybe they, maybe, uh, they thought it was just some driving game and you were, they were, they were just like, okay, cool, whatever. And then some of the kids were like, oh, this dude is so badass. He's got that fucking Grand Theft Auto. He's the man. Uh, anyway, but thank you for the comment. Uh, Lukey says something I always loved about the classic GTA trilogy was how all of the games were heavily connected. The Mafia families of GTA 3 were basically a constant threat to the player throughout all the games. Select Vice City characters come into play through the San Andreas storyline. Claude makes an appearance as well as Catalina for a couple of missions in San Andreas. On top of the cameos, the events of the other games affect the state of the world in the ones set after. The Ferrellis fall leading to the Mafia storyline in San Andreas, for example. I noticed GTA 4 and 5 feel a lot less linked and could easily exist in a vacuum from each other. Characters from GTA 4 are either mentioned or play minor roles in side missions for the most part, with some uh, exceptions. Mostly in the online mode, though, which I refuse to accept as canon after they made android robots and flying cars a reality. Playing GTA 4 doesn't make GTA 5's story any more interesting or compelling. It just explains the background of a few minor characters that don't hold any bearing on the main story of the game. I'd argue knowing what happens in both Vice City and 3 makes San Andreas' story not 
not only more compelling, but more coherent as now the mafia plot line doesn't feel as shoehorned in and has a reason to be in the game other than to give us an excuse to do a big casino heist in a game about being a, uh, an LA gangster in the nineties. I hope GTA six has more to do with five and four. I don't want it to be like star Wars where the same seven people apparently have a key role to play in every major event in the galaxy, but I wouldn't mind if older GTA four or five characters had an important role in the single player story instead of just side missions. Maybe Lester gets in contact with us for a heist or something. I don't know. My grammar here should prove I'm no writer. That's rockstar's job. Curious what your thoughts are on both the new and old way of telling stories. Thanks. Hugo. Uh, well, thank you, Lukey, for uh, the those thoughts. I think uh, you're right, because the, uh, obviously there's some character crossover in GTA 5, um, but as uh, from 4, but as somebody who didn't finish GTA 4 before playing GTA 5, I had no idea. I didn't know Johnny was from uh, GTA 4 or The Lost and Damned. I didn't know the lady with the flashlight up the butt was from GTA 4. Uh, I didn't know Packy on a random encounter after I played GTA four and because of streaming and stuff, people talking about these things and me learning about it through that, then I understood who they were and why they were there. So I, uh, you know, uh, it definitely wasn't like, you know, by the time San Andreas came up, all these big connections, which was awesome. I loved it. Uh, it really tied everything together with the uh, first two stories of the 3D trilogy. So I did appreciate that. But with the way games are now, or not just games, but GTA, uh, with a new one once every 10 years, you know, you're, you're talking whole generations of people that are going to just uh, not even associate the, the releases with each other. So I uh, expect that to continue to uh, happen less and less. But even though in some of the leaks that we've seen, there was already a reference to something that happened to GTA five with um, the death of Jay Norris or whatever. But that's, but that's like a, a world, a thing that happened out in the world, even though it was Michael that did it. Uh, but anyway, thank you, Lukey. Interesting stuff. Thank you, friend. All right. I am the Ani says, Hugo, do you think the skunk ape in the grass river should be an actual cryptid that the player can hunt for pelt or capture and sell him for a lot of money? Okay, so when I first, when I was getting the comments together, I didn't know what a skunk ape was. I didn't know what this was, so I Googled it, and apparently it's, for those of us that don't know, it's a, like, kind of like a Bigfoot-style mythical creature that lives, I guess, in parts of Florida or whatever. Uh, so that would fit in great with GTA 6, um, and I would like something like that. Although just now learning what this thing is, Obviously, the uh, GTA games have been connected to Bigfoot in the past and aliens and stuff like that. So I would like something like that. Now that I know that that exists, I think that would be cool. So that is a great idea, uh, Ani. Appreciate it, friend. Thank you. Uh, Mer Shatterin says, which GTA map is the best in your opinion? Technically, GTA 5 has the biggest one, but it doesn't feel as huge, huge as since it's covered with mountains. Uh, my favorite is definitely San Andreas. I like the three different cities, uh, the LS, San Fierro, Los Venturas, and then all the places in between. Uh, everywhere has kind of its its own distinct look. 
feeling personality even the small towns do so i like that that's my favorite uh, thing um i w- i did not realize how small the map of san andreas was until the definitive edition came out and there was no fog and you could see everything from everywhere which was really weird so um that gave me a different perspective on it, but I still like the contents of the map. Um, uh, I think Liberty city and GTA four is excellent. I think the LS, uh, that's in GTA five is excellent, but as far as a full map, it's definitely San Andreas for me. Thank you for the comment friend. Appreciate it. All right. Sonic Ninja says, love the content, homie question. When you do your first playthrough of GTA six, are you going to play with the music on? I know copyright is a bitch, but I feel like half the experience atmosphere of a game is the soundtrack. Hopefully they can implement a feature in game to separate audio channels so you can mute that for the VOD on Twitch slash YouTube. Much homie love, Mang fuck sweet. Thank you, Sonic Ninja. Appreciate it. Yeah, it would be great to have a feature like that in games. I know in games they have a thing where you can just mute all the copyrighted music in newer games uh, for this reason. But yeah, you do want to hear it still, but you just don't want to broadcast it to everybody. And and. Uh, you know, how many people that are streaming a video game that has music in it are like somehow doing it to uh, steal somebody else's content, the, the musician's songs and put it out there for uh, for their own profit. I just think the whole system is totally fucked. But anyway, uh, when GTA six comes out, my plan as of right now is to just play it offline and enjoy it offline like I would any other GTA game uh, when it released in the past. Um, maybe eventually figure out streaming it or speed running it or who knows what doing what with it. But if I don't, that's fine, too. I, I There's so many games prior to the next GTA, the, all the games that I can play now, I will continue to play forever. So. Uh, who knows? We'll see. Thank you for the question, friend. Uh, next one, JPS says, so people are acting like Rockstar has never put out subtle hints of their upcoming games. That's just how Rockstar works. Anyway, happy 4th of July. I used to like playing the Independence Day DLC and blowing stuff up with fireworks when I used to play GTA Online before the whole thing became too ridiculous. Yes, that is, I like the fireworks in, in GTA 5. I've been seeing them a lot as I play the Chaos mod since it has a uh, fireworks uh section or whatever and and they they uh have them shoot off uh, all over the map and stuff it's pretty cool anyway thank you jps appreciate it um also in the comments some guy said gta currently is a dead game to which zeus the tornado replied you're either lying through your teeth or you haven't played gta online it's still being played by the millions and almost 10 years later every lobby you find is full or almost full and if you find one that's not full it will fill up quite quickly uh, then Needwagon for Speedwagon also replied, X is a dead, X is dead is such a Zoomer take, my God. Um, and then another guy agreed with the original comment saying uh, only bots are on that garbage game talking about GTA. So uh, <laughs> a lot going on here. And I wanted to include this because uh, it's interesting that both the people that have a negative opinion of GTA consider it, but basically are just describing GTA online. GTA is a dead game, which again, which like Needwagon said, X is dead is such a zoomer take. It is. I remember when people would say that about Fortnite or whatever, this game, that game, whatever. And it's like, what, what does it matter? If people are playing it and having fun, what does it matter? As somebody who plays old games constantly, I just can't understand this attitude. Uh, I can get 
get that, you know, it would be hard to find people to play with in an online multiplayer game. But obviously, I, I, that's not the case in GTA Online. Uh, another point to make here is that this is like uh, GTA 5 has been like one of the top selling games for the last decade. You know, it's not there's no lack of players. And as far as online goes, uh, you know, it being bots, I, I don't know where that I don't know where that comes from. That's some statement here without evidence. But um, uh they clearly are making money off of it still. And that's why they're so few and far between with the releases, especially new releases, considering I guess since GTA five launch rockstars only new release was red dead Two. everything else was some kind of remaster or port or whatever. So, uh, the, this company isn't just, you know, uh, uh, sitting there broke if they weren't making money they would do something to make money these online updates keep coming because people keep playing it there uh, there is evidence of how many people play each thing each time it releases or whatever i've seen it online um i don't have it in front of me but that information is out there i don't understand this attitude of gta is dead or whatever whatever so that's their business uh, you know they probably aren't listening to this so Anyway, that's it for the comments. Let's move on to the emails. I'ma lick you like Mr. Whoopi. All right, first email today is from Mike the Nerd. Hey, Hugo, as always, the podcasts have been interesting and always put me in a good mood mentally. Anyways, on with the email. One. So as you know, the RDR1 remaster is rumored. Uh, 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 let me, uh, before I continue reading this, um, it, it's been about a month, maybe a month and a half since the last episode um, uh, I was, I was gone for a while and then, you know, doing other stuff. So some of this stuff may be outdated <laughs> as you're about to hear it now. So, all right, here you go. So as you may know, the Red Dead one remaster is rumored to be happening this year. And it makes me think of how they'll go about it. Like, is it just going to be upscaled 4k 60 FPS port remastered in different textured graphics like the GTA trilogy DE, or will it be remade from the ground up with Red Dead two's engine? I doubt that it'll be remade since that'll take all the time and effort. We already know Rockstar is putting uh, that time and effort into GTA 6 with all of its studios. So the Red Dead 1 remake remaster happens. I think it will be outsourced to another studio that is hopefully not Grove Street Games because that wouldn't help Rockstar's image seeing that they are already hated enough with GTA Online, the GTA Trilogy DE, and the uh, abandonment of Red Dead Online. So... As we know now, it is just a port and just a port to, uh, you know, these the couple of consoles or whatever. Anyway, two, since you mentioned Funko Pops, I went to a store that sold them and I wondered the same thing about there being no Funko Pops for GTA characters. My friend said my friend said there should be a GTA Funko Pop on Amazon because he thought there was a Funko Pop for every series. But when I looked on Amazon, there was nothing. So I hope one day in the future, Rockstar can work with Funko Pop to make collectible GTA characters because I would buy them in a heartbeat, especially Nico Bellic, since he's my favorite GTA protagonist. I agree. I'd buy them all. I'd even buy the sweet one. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, three, I think Rockstar are listening to the fans a bit more because they are trying to make GTA Online a better experience with quality of life updates and reference stuff from old GTA games. 
into GTA Online to pay homage to Rockstar's glory days back in the 2000s. The Rockstar we have now are trying to make us fans satisfied. We just need to understand and have patience for when they do that type of stuff and especially have patience for Rockstar to make GTA 6 the best they can. I agree completely. Sorry for the long email. I just had a geek moment thinking about the podcast and GTA. But anyways, I enjoy the podcast and will continue to listen to them until they let me say a heartfelt fuck sweet. All right. Thank you, Mike the Nerd. Appreciate the emails as always and the the good thoughts there. That was pretty good. Thank you, friend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Next email. Hey, Hugo, I love your podcast. While listening to your podcast, I've been driving around Los Santos and decided to start a shootout in the Maze Plaza. A couple of minutes later, I got the maximum wanted level and quickly got away. And this got me thinking about one thing, and that is getting away with the crimes is way too easy. I'm not talking about losing the cops. I mean, the consequences. Imagine if such shootout were to happen in real life and someone got away with it. That'd be a talk of a whole state for weeks, at least. People would join uh, join it to find the criminal. Bounty hunters would join, and especially the police wouldn't let that just slide. They'd be really they'd be really for something like this to happen again. And I kind of came up with the system. Uh, the city would react to the crimes of the player, and if the player loses the cops after a massive shootout, there's going to be temporary consequences like more police driving around the town and wearing armor in the next encounter, even when the player only has a wanted level of one. In the areas of the shootout, for some short amount of time, the police will be present. A player could have ditched somewhere, and the I'm sorry, uh, the police will be present, and the area will be blocked off to traffic with police searching for any clues to who is the criminal exactly, and maybe. There are going to be news vans around the area showcasing what had happened there. Also, in addition to extra police driving around the city, I thought it'd be realistic to have an occasional police helicopter flying around looking for something like a car uh, a player could have ditched somewhere. And the next time the player starts a shootout or a heist, the police will react faster. The wanted level will rise faster, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's just a little thought I came up with. I'm looking uh, forward to your next episode and your thoughts. Have a nice day. P.S. Sorry for any grammatical er errors. English is not my first language. No, all good. Thank you for the email, friend. Appreciate it. I think that's a great idea. This sounds like something Rockstar would do. They have a lot of attention to detail and it seems like um, a good idea for a future GTA game uh, to add to some of the realism because uh, I've always thought that too. You know, everything just kind of goes away. I, I obviously the one of the big examples is the police can see you go into the pay and spray. The door shuts, you come out a different color car, and they just leave you alone, which is cool for a video game. But yeah, as the as the as times go on and these games become more realistic. Um, uh, we may see stuff like that. I think in the leak for GTA six, there was some kind of information pop-up or something, um, that, that mentioned the police knowing what car you be in or something like that. But that already existed where if you change cars and stuff, you were harder to find, uh, in GTA five. So, uh, who knows if they'll do anything that detailed as you were describing. Uh, but that would be pretty cool to see. Thank you for the email friend. Appreciate it. All right, next email. Hey, Hugo, hope you're doing well, homie. Love your streams and speedruns. Always fun to watch and listen to while I'm working on stuff. Wanted to ask your opinion on something I see a lot of people bring up, both in discussions and your podcast. As far as realism goes, how much realism would be too much realism? I see people bring up that they want realistic driving or similar to GTA 4, 
and they want mechanics like your hair growing over time and having to get a haircut and weighty realistic player movement or limiting how many weapons you can have on you. Personally, I think they won't go too hard with it. Comparing it to Red Dead 2 and thinking it'll be detrimental is something we shouldn't worry about. In Red Dead 2, I believe the feeling of being bogged down by all the mechanics is also due to it being a period piece of sorts, as horses obviously aren't anything like cars, and the slowness of getting from point to point A to point B also lended itself to feeling more like an interactive movie. Rockstar, no doubt, has learned to a certain degree what the fans want and don't want in a new GTA game and will tweak these mechanics to best balance the realism, the fun realism scale without sacrificing much on either end. The easy fix would also be a realism toggle or difficulty, but hey, we know nothing, so I'm just talking to talk and would like to see how you would balance it since you being a big time gangster and all. Also, something I don't see brought up because maybe it's already been talked about and accepted but sweet is such a liar if we take what Ryder says as the truth about them gunning for sweet in the game and then in the introduction we see sweet running out of his house towards his mom's house after the drive-by somewhere along that day he lied and said he was going to be at his mom's house because if smoke and Ryder put out the hit they would know he was going to be at his mom's house and at what time because otherwise it would have been better just gun him down at his house anyway that's all my ramblings for now love your streams and podcasts you go much love from mexico jelly foxy thank you jelly foxy appreciate it uh, as far as the sweet stuff goes i've also always wondered why would the ballers shoot up uh, sweet's mom's house when sweet has a house already so that way moms wouldn't have been, uh, you know, indirectly hit or I guess directly hit by uh, being the uh, uh, by just being a bystander, you know. Uh, and then, yes, yeah, Sweet wasn't even over there. He was at his own house. Uh, so it's it, it, that was always weird. So if if uh, your theory or your thought is Sweet lied to uh, Smoke and Ryder uh, and told him he would be there, then uh, I think you're right. And a smarter man. Uh, then Sweet would have realized who he told that he was going to be at his mom's house and then wasn't, but Sweet is a buffoon and could never put two and two together. So, yeah, anyway, as far as the realism and stuff go, uh, goes, uh, I've also thought about, you know, um, the riding horses and stuff kind of slows down the, the pace of play in Red Dead 2, and obviously we'll be driving cars in Grand Theft Auto, so... Uh, that could make it seem not as slow as Red Dead 2, but uh, as far as realism, like haircuts and stuff, I don't like that. I don't I don't want that. I mean, I want you to be able to choose your hairstyle, customize your character, but if I'm out playing, I don't want to have to stop to get a haircut because my dude's hair grew, you know, fucking way longer than I wanted it to, but, you know. It might not be up to me. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it is interesting to see where they'll draw the line with realism and, uh, you know, to make sure it doesn't take away from the fun factor. Anyway, thank you, friend, for the email. Uh, appreciate it. All right, next email. Hey, Hugo, longtime fan since the Fat CJ run. Anyway, do you think GTA 6 will have thick emo femboys with big dongs? You to Mang Mang, you got big cojones, Mang. And that's from Lit Romney. Thank you, Lit Romney, for the email. Uh, I sure hope that there are thick emo femboys with big dongs because why would anybody play it if it didn't have such a thing? You know what I mean? So anyway, thank you for the email, friend. Appreciate it. 
All right, next email. Sup, Hugo? Clay Doggy here. Just a few things. Uh, Mike the Nerd said GTA should stay in the modern day as that's more popular. Not arguing that point, but if you think about it, GTA could be in the 1910s as a silent film, black and white, and dialogue screens everywhere, and it'll still make a fortune. As a self-admitted grumpy old guy, I'm in my 40s, you darn kids are ruining everything. The future sucks, your music sucks, and everything was better in the 80s and 90s, LOL. GTA can be at any point in time, and it will still be great. Christian was talking about the hair growing mechanic from Red Dead 2 and bringing that back. In my opinion, that was a bunch of unnecessary maintenance for your character, similar to eating and working out in San Andreas, and it should never come back. Or at least have an option to select a hairstyle and it stays that way. Again, see San Andreas. That's what I was, I was just saying that. I was just saying that, Clay Doggy. Anyway, uh, he also mentioned the idea of Jason and Lucia be a, being siblings instead of a couple. I think this is a great idea. Not only would it be a nice kojima twist on what everyone is expecting but it also opens up the floor to either one of them hitting up the strip clubs and prostitutes if they were a couple would those two things be gone from the game lastly i wanted to follow up on my comment from the last podcast where i mentioned how little we matter and if you want to affect take two just don't buy the game i thought of another one buy a ton of stocks like millions of them or find a way to buy take two <laughs> you can write the script for all the gta's you want then shout out to the homies fuck sweet thank you clay dog you appreciate it good thoughts there um, yeah, I didn't think about the thing about uh, Jason and Lucia. If they were a couple, then they couldn't go pick up prostitutes or, you know, fuck whoever, unless maybe they can do threesomes and stuff. So I don't know. We'll see. Thank you. Um, thank you, uh, Clay Dog. You appreciate it. Next email. Hey, Hugo, I was wondering what do you want the GTA 6 trailer song slash intro song to be, or what do you think it would be? I would want it to be something like, uh, and then it's like a different language. I think the song fits pretty well with the overall vibe of GTA 6. Anyway, Hugo, love the podcast and keep up the good work, man. Appreciate it, friend. I can't. He included the video. I can't play it for copyrighted reasons, I assume, obviously. Um, and I can't even pronounce it to so people can look it up themselves. Sorry. Oh, I think it says Mall Chat Dama from Nadane. I don't know. Anyway, as far as uh, a GTA 6 trailer intro song, I think uh, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd would be a great one. I, I just feel like that has such a GTA vibe to it, and uh, it would be good for the, uh, you know, the, the bright lights of Miami. I guess every city has bright lights. Uh, it would be even better for a Las Venturas GTA, which is what I really want, although we're not getting that this time. But... Um, if not that, something from the 80s, something, I guess it wouldn't be something from Vice City, but something along those lines would be pretty cool. But thank you for the email, friend. Appreciate it. Next one. Hey, Hugo, love the content and all the laughs it brings. My question is this. What moment in each GTA is the most pivotal, significant moment and why? From Twitch user Snipe56. Uh, I think you asked this in the Twitch chat, and it was just too hard for me to think about at the time. Uh, but as far as... Uh, San Andreas, I think it's definitely the green saber whenever you see that smoke and uh, Ryder are the ones that are working with Tenpenny and and have betrayed CJ and Sweet and were part of uh, their moms getting killed after being supposed to be lifelong friends and all that stuff. Um, GTA 5, I guess it's when the when um, Michael and 
Franklin pull down the tennis coach's house or what they think is the tennis coach's house. And then it's actually Martin Madrazo's because that leads to them having to do a heist. And that leads to uh, Trevor finding out Michael's still alive and so on and so forth. Um, GTA 3. GTA 3. I feel like there's not. I guess when you kill Sal or when when you're about to get killed uh, and Maria tells you it's a car bomb or whatever, and you have to, you know, go to the next island. I guess that's that one. Uh, Vice City. Um, I feel like that's a tough one. I guess for Tommy, it's when he uh, takes over the mansion. He kills Diaz. And he takes over the mansion. And he uh, kind of becomes more of a, a boss down there and decides, you know, fuck all this other shit. He's, you know, he's looking out for himself. Or, I mean, you could say uh, there's such a, you know, kind of twist in the final mission. That that wouldn't really work, though, because the game's, you know, there's like five minutes left in the game at that point. Um, uh, and uh, that's basically all I can give you. I don't know GTA 4 very well to know what happens. I don't know that story pretty much at all. So anyway, good question. I hope uh, my answers were good. Feel free to leave comments about what you think uh, uh, each of your most pivotal moments in these games are. Uh, but thank you, friend. Appreciate it. All right, next email. Hey, Hugo, this is my first time writing an email to you, but wanted to see if one day you could do a tier list on every single GTA game. Also, I love your videos and seeing your GTA San Andreas mods are the best. Well, I hope you have a blessed day, Hugo, from Andy. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. I uh, A tier list I could do, but there's so many games that I haven't played. Anything prior to GTA 3, I just never really played much of. Um, GTA Advance, I didn't play much of. Chinatown Wars um never played vice city stories so it's tough you know uh, these it, i mean no matter what san andreas would be my number one above all else but after that it would it would be interesting so possibly thank you andy for the email appreciate it all right that's it for emails let's move on to the phone calls all right let's go to the phones hello caller you're on chatterbox hey what up hugo it's george um so i'm just gonna go over a couple of things that i don't want to see and what i want to see in uh gta 6 so maybe you just uh, share your comments. So the first thing is a weapons wheel. Um, I think we need one of those because I think it would just be redundant of, oh, I ran out of ammo. Let me run back to my car and get an AK. Oh, my AK ran out, so I got to go back and get a grenade launcher or a missile launcher or, you know, a pistol. I just think it would be redundant to keep on going back and forth. I mean, it made sense uh, with Red Dead 2. Uh, being able to carry certain things, but that's that world. But this universe, I think, would be like better if they just keep the weapons wheel. Um, girlfriend options, boyfriend options. I think they should add that to the game. You know, uh, you're walking on the beach, you see somebody, you start talking to them. Maybe they can assist you in a heist. Um, I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, casinos would be nice. Uh, and also if they could add, like, if you want to go see a concert or maybe a boxing match or something, maybe they have those. I know in Red Dead, you can go watch a movie. So maybe they can incorporate that. You know, I'd want to see them add more variety of things you can do besides playing the main mission. Uh, but what do you think, uh, Hugo? Uh, you take care. I'll see y'all later. Peace. 
Thank you, George, for the call. Appreciate it. Those are some interesting thoughts. The idea of having to only only being able to carry a certain amount of weapons and maybe you got to bring them in your car. I don't like the idea of that. I, I you know, I'm I it looks like that's what it's going to be, but we'll have to wait and see what actually happens. Um, but that's good. That is going to be tough when it comes to the traditional uh, you know, the player goes into a, a big shootout where there's, you know, 25 enemies and it's only you. So uh, I guess you would have to pick up enemies from the dead by, or you have to pick up uh, ammo from the dead bodies as you go by, which we do anyway, but it just adds to the ammo we already had. And we still have the option to choose uh, whatever guns we have on on us at the time, which is all of them, whatever guns you've accumulated during the game. Uh, so, yeah, I don't I, I'm not looking forward to not having all the guns at any point. Um, as far as extra things to do, like kind of in the world, I think that would be cool. The idea of just picking up somebody off the beach and then being a crew member with you. I, it sounds like a good idea, uh, but I hope it wouldn't be, you know, like just a, a shitty implementation like in the gang system in San Andreas. Uh, the fact that you can pick up gang members and they can do they can shoot and stuff is cool, but they don't really do much at all. But if you're setting up heist and stuff, they could just give some rando a, you know, a generic uh kind of job and see how they do instead of it just being the specific characters you can pick from that could be interesting uh concerts and stuff like that i would like that to be a thing uh, in gta online more than anywhere else like somebody could some major artist could do a uh concert at the we saw in the gta 6 leak uh, amphitheater out, outdoor amphitheater you have the major artists come on and you and your homies go to the thing. Uh, stuff like that is already happening online. Uh, so it being in the world of GTA would be pretty cool, especially since they're so big with music and everything. Uh, it would seem like something Rockstar would eventually do. I don't know if it's the time for that yet, but that would be pretty cool. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Thank you. Good thoughts, uh, George. Appreciate it, friend. Hey, Hugo One. Um, <clears throat> so I just wanted to ask, which GTA game do you think has made your channel or Twitch channel skyrocket? Okay, bye. Uh, thank you for the call, friend. Appreciate it. I mean, my main game is San Andreas. Uh, as far as like what what video, what type of the of uh, run of San Andreas? Uh, the first time I I put a full hundred percent speed run on YouTube, it got a lot of views because. I guess people were interested in it, as was I. That's the only reason I got into uh, speedrunning or streaming these games at all is because I had uh, I enjoyed it. And then when I discovered like speedruns, especially 100% speedruns, it was so cool to see somebody all in one day do everything that was in San Andreas. So I got hooked on stuff like that. Um, and then also my original chat cheat San Andreas run uh, where the viewers could type cheats into the game uh was a big deal and there was an article on kotaku about it and stuff like that uh which now all the chaos mods have like a chat voting feature but at the time that was kind of uh new and it was interesting and fun so that had a, a bunch of views and stuff like that so anyway i'm you know i'm san andreas all the way i think i have like i think my gta 5 uh chat sheet has over a million but i mean as far as which gta game it's definitely san andreas for my channel all the way so 
hopefully somebody comes along and has a lot of success with like GTA four or something, because there seems to be a lot of GTA four fans out there, but I don't see a whole lot of GTA four content, uh, as far as, uh, you know, I'll see speedruns here and there and it's, it's cool. And I like to see the guys that are good at uh, speedrunning GTA four, but there doesn't seem to be as much content around it as there is with San Andreas or five, but maybe that's just cause I'm a San Andreas and five fan. So I see all those things. So I don't know. But uh, anyway, thank you for the call, friend. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. That's it. No more phone calls. Thank you for all the calls, emails, uh, comments, all that stuff. Lots of fun stuff to talk about uh, right now. Let me give a quick shout out to my members on YouTube. Zach W, Air O'Callahan, True Forever, Army One Piece, Sirwit, Kyle, Fanny Monster Cat, Lucas, Katsuni uh, Teku. Thank you. Thank you, friends. As always, sorry if I ever... Uh, miss you guys. But anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, follow me on YouTube. Follow me on TikTok. I'm trying to stream on TikTok, man. I'm trying to bring the San Andreas speedruns and the classic GTA 3 vice city all this stuff to the to the to the young folks on tiktok so get uh follow me on there hugo underscore one underscore mang get your kids to follow me on there your siblings your you just go to the elementary school and bust in every classroom and tell all the kids to follow me on tiktok please okay anyway so thanks for listening i will catch you guys next time peace out goodbye